Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ episode 233. It's your boy A Dub. Yeah, boy, what's up, y'all? We back in the building, back again. And um, you know what I'm saying, with a little bit of sadness, because Super Bowl has ended and the football season has officially come to a close. So we know it's our longest part of the offseason. We don't have football to talk about because that is our main show. But we do all sports, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We say like a champ about whatever topics that our slackers want to hear. But still, you know, it's a little bit – it hits a little bit different, man, when football is officially over. So, you know what I'm saying? That's where we're coming from over here. But I do want to welcome some slackers in that are already in the comment box. Uh, We love and appreciate your support and love having you as part of our show. So keep the comments rolling. We got Unk. Hello from Texas. What's good? We got Kelly. Happy Tuesday. Still in attendance, even though not victorious this weekend. But 49ers (laughs) had a great season. So nothing to, you know, nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got Pops in the building as well. Good evening, Pops. So um, definitely for today, the Super Bowl will be the big topic. We need to kind of break that down, digest that together. I want to hear everybody's thoughts and opinions on what uh, what went down. And then um, we'll get ready for the NBA All-Star break a little bit. Um, but we did have some trade deadline deals that I wanted to ask your opinion about, Strizzy, see how you were feeling about the little moves yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. And um, and a little bit of baseball news, too, if we if we get to it. So that's what's up. But before that, Strizzy, how are you feeling, man? How are you doing today? Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? You, you hit on the coffee, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm feeling great personally, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I was thinking, I mean, it's like you said, the uh, the the time when football ends kind of means, like, you know, it's not necessarily the end of, you know, we've got a lot of basketball left, you know, the second half of basketball. Baseball is going to start here in, in, you know, month, you know what I'm saying, less, you know what I'm saying? So we got, you know, spring training right around the corner. Um, but it, it's weird, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like I said, football is like the primary of our show. It's our it's our favorite sport, our favorite pass due time. And, you know, it's coming to an end, you know, I always look forward to the offseason too a little bit, you know what I mean? Because you get to see, you know, like the trade deadline's over, but now who, you know, now trades can happen, you know, towards the beginning of, you know, next season or, you know, free agent signings, who who teams are going to let go, who they're going to franchise tag, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. You know, me personally, the, you know, the last couple of seasons with the Panthers, I've been so disinterested because I didn't like the coaching hires, didn't like a lot of the moves they made, but this year I'm actually like, Okay, you know what I mean. Like, all right, I, time I to look forward to a little bit, you know, of a better direction than I, than we had at the the end of the season. So I'm I'm actually a little I'm a little bought in, you know. Say I saw one one foot in, one foot out the door, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, say I can't get my hopes too much up, but you know. <laughs> but aside from that, you know, I mean, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm I'm excited to see what what this coaching staff will bring because I'm I'm actually looking forward to what they what they can do. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think it's going to be an exciting time over there. But way more prospects, you know what I'm saying, than the last few yeah. years for, for over there. So that's what's for up. Sure. Um, we also got moms in the building. Hello, Hello. mom. And Welcome we have you. Aunt Michelle as well. Welcome hey. to the show. Um, oh, and Grace as well. So thank you all for being here with us. Uh, we appreciate you. And, uh, you know, glad to have you on board. Uh, Kelly comes in with this. I'll always have my personal championship. There you go. See, it's, it's always a bright side. And <laughs> She did show me the design for her trophy the other day, so uh, <laughs> uh, she's not going to let us forget anytime soon that she did uh, have the best pick'em record of the year. So congratulations again on that, Kelly. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it real quick. Um, we'll we'll start off with our um, with our with our first topic of the day. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. How tuned to NFL talk? Let's get it. All right, so uh, NFL talk, of course, the Chiefs bringing home the championship. 
uh, our guys, Andy, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes over there. And then the big play actually by Miko Hardman from Georgia, who I was really happy to see for him. I mean, he won with the Chiefs previously. You know, he left to go to the Jets, didn't really have the same kind of fair, came back through the practice squad and back to becoming a contributor late in, in you know, the year for the Kansas City Chiefs. So congratulations mm-hmm. to him. But um, a thriller actually in overtime. This was the longest Super Bowl ever, and it was also the most watched Super Bowl ever, um, averaging 123 million viewers at any one point in time, which also made it the most watched TV program ever. Um, Strizzy, I know you were watching. What were your thoughts uh, about the game and the uh, the 25 to 22 victory for the Chiefs? Um, I, you know, I like what I like what Pop said because there's a there's a lot to be dissected through what Pop just said. You know, Pop just said. KC defense was awesome this year, but when it comes down to it, Pat Mahomes is the man when the game is on the line. And that's, I think that like really sums this up, right? The defense has been great this whole, like all this year. And honestly, I think for his first time being in the Super Bowl and, you know, kind of having a, it's weird because like Kyle Shanahan is very aggressive when he wants to be, but he could also be very, um, um, like, what's the opposite? Yeah, not passive, but he could be very, Conservative. Yeah, conservative. That's the word for conservative. Yeah, conservative. Thank you. Uh, very conservative at times, too. So, you know, look at it. You think about 250 yards passing, which is great against that defense. One touchdown, no no interception, no turnovers. Um, so I think Brock did did very, very well for his first time. Um, getting to, in the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? Only his second year, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have the championship to show for it, but he, he kind of – he's almost following along Patrick's blueprint. You know what I'm saying? So – um, you know, shout out to those guys to be able to do it there. But like, like Pop said, like when, when, when it's winning time, you know what I'm saying? Like when it's time to win the game, like um, we talk about a lot of times, like the, only so many people have that kind of championship DNA. Only a couple of people have that. Uh, don't worry about it. They gave us too much time on the clock. Yeah. Like not, yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, and they did. Like they, it was, I was, I, I was like, it's going, it's like, they're either going to win or it's going to overtime. Like I was, I was so right. like, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? So um he, you could tell he just he wasn't worried about it. He wasn't worried about how the offense did the the you know the whole game. He was just worried about that one drive. And he knew at the end of the day, all he needed was three points. You know what I'm saying? So um, they did it. They got it. They had all the momentum. Um, I think my my biggest disappointment in the in the 49ers was um, in the first half. The game the the game could have really gotten away from Kansas City quickly, and they just didn't capitalize. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Uncharacter and characteristic fumble by McCaffrey, which is crazy. Um, they were really marching down the field. I think their second drive, too. They were still marching, but they had some really costly, like offensive line jumping penalties. You know what I mean? Yeah. That really hurt them, too. So I think both of those drives were really, really good, but they came away with zero points. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they came with zero points. And uh, I think that really, really hurt them. Um, yeah. But, Again, man, I think the, I think the the Chiefs like they're here for a really long time. I think this team really literally proved like we we, we don't like think the offense was like 16th, like the passing was like 16th this year, and I think overall they were like nine or ten. Um, and they just proved it doesn't matter as long as we have a good defense, we're fine. If we have an offense and no defense, we're fine. Right. Uh, I think this team is going to go as far as uh, Andy Reid wants to go. You know what I'm saying? So, but but other than that, I think it was a pretty decent Super Bowl. Like I don't think it was. It wasn't super great, but it definitely wasn't bad either. You know, what I mean, it was. Um, it, it was kind I mean, of it was almost what you expected, almost. You know what I mean? From from both these teams, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I agree. I think it was a good game. Um, but when yeah, when it came down to the first half, was I mean, I could, 
see how, you know, maybe non-football fans would be kind of a little bit bored on, honestly, you know, when we start talking about field position is becoming important in the game and like yeah. how those two defenses are playing, like that's not the most exciting, but this is kind of what we expected to see, you know, uh, exactly. a little bit lower scoring. We kind of talked about it all, you know, we'll probably take the under. Um, so, but it was a really good game. And I agree with you as far as Mahomes and that Kansas city chiefs offense, it's like they weren't totally producing, but they also were not like, they were not frustrated by it. They just yeah. stuck the course. And they were like, we yeah, know yeah. that at some point. Because even that, like even the end of the game, knowing that they needed three for overtime or a touchdown to win it and getting so close and still being like, all right, we'll take the three. Like knowing like it's okay. Like we'll have yeah. another chance at this. Um, I think the biggest person being kind of let off the hook to me, though, is the 49ers. Um, this is the 49ers field goal unit. And like th- them missing that. Oh, extra yeah, point. That, like, I mean, cool. that changes everything you know the fact that the chiefs had that strategy and had in the back of their mind like we can win it with a touchdown or we can always go for the three you know and they had that in the last drive of the game and in overtime because the 49ers decided to take the ball first in a new format overtime in which you can actually get that second chance so i think in hindsight if they would have thought that through maybe they would have taken the ball second because at that point, whether the other team scores a field goal or a touchdown, you know what you need going forward. And I feel like the Chiefs in that last drive of overtime, knowing that they only needed three, but they could still win with a touchdown, changed the way they played things. And um, I just think those like critical game moments, that's what we talk about when we talk about the championship pedigree and, and exactly. such a good coach is like those fine details is what it ends up coming down to in exactly. things like this when the teams are so well matched. So, And I uh, think – I think Andy something about there's something that Andy Reid does really, really well. You know, when you're a head coach, like game managing is like your primary job, right? Like yeah. you have to be able to know like when a certain call needs to be played, you know, when when not to use a timeout. Like, you know, it's like, yes, we probably should challenge this, but I might need this for later on. Like right. all of those little minor details matter. You know what I'm saying? And Andy Reid is so perfect that I don't want to run this play yet because we might need it for later. Yeah, and he ran the perfect play to, to end, you know, to overtime in order to get that touchdown instead of having to go to settle for another field goal to keep that to keep the uh, the overtime going. So um, he, he's a genius, man. Like when it comes to just everything in general, like Andy Reid is so so good. Um, to be able to to stay with the times and the progression of football and still be this successful, man, is a is, is a lot of homage to him because a lot of coaches have not been able to do that. So yeah. Um, I'm curious to see, you know, because he's old, dude. Like, people don't realize how old Andy Reid is. Like, he's he's up there, dude. He's up there. So, uh, I'm curious to kind of see, like, how much longer he wants to keep going, especially after winning his third in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel it. And I think the, those are, you know, great points because it, those are the subtle things in football that, like, get overlooked. But those, you know, masters of the detail, they'll, they'll get it right. And the fact that, like, the two touchdowns that the Chiefs scored, both were like the perfect play call for the perfect time, and you're getting a wide-open receiver. Like, yeah. I was watching the Seriously. game with Pops, and I'm like, he's about to reach down in his bag one more time, and he's got another play, and there's going to be a wide-open receiver. Like, Seriously. So um, just having those, like you said, kind of in the back of your mind, knowing when to use them, you can't pull out your tricks too quick, you know? you gotta you got to save those ace cards. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and he did a great job at that. So, um there's a, I, I kind of pulled uh, this up too with this. There's a few moments that I definitely wanted to talk about and then also get everybody's opinions upon. Definitely let us know what your favorite commercial was and also your thoughts on the Usher halftime show. Um, but um, I, I, 
I did want to know your opinion on the Travis Kelsey, like bumping into Andy Reid, like almost knocked him down, like, and then yeah. not really too much being said about that. What What were your thoughts on that situation? Man, here, here's the thing, right? So I know Andy Reid kind of tried to sweep it under the rug and basically saying, you know, like, no, that's our relationship. Like, I didn't think anything. He's like, I love it, like, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, like, it, it's not a good look, right? Like, for me, like, I understand Travis Kelsey is, you know, he's a beast. Like, he's going to go down as arguably the best or one of the best tight ends ever. You know what I mean? But you can be passionate. But as a – and don't get wrong, I don't consider myself an NFL player, but as an athlete, someone who played, you know, college type stuff, like, you don't do that. Like, that's going a little too far. Like, he literally bumped – if Andy Reid falls down, you know what I'm saying, hurts himself, whatever the case may be, like – it looks so much worse, right? right? And I I hate doing this. I hate, I hate, I I hate doing this. I hate making things about race. But if that were Terrell Owens of the Eagles, you know what I'm saying? Like if that or, or Terrell Owens knocking down his coach in Dallas, if that was another, if that was a black player who did dude, it's a wrap. It's a yeah. wrap. It's over. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like. I get it. I, I I like how Andy kind of swept it under the rug and made it a non-issue. If Andy can make it a non-issue, don't mean shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Part of my language. But, like, I just think that it's – again, if he was a black athlete, dog, like, they would have murdered him, bro. Yeah. They, they would have made it so, so, so much more than what than what they made it. You know what I'm saying? So yes. that's another reason why I just I, – I don't like it. It's not good. Um, and not only that, too, he's mad he got taken out of the game. Dog, Pacheco fumble. Like, that was going to be a run play regardless. Like, what Right, what, right. Like, what are you – yeah. You would have done that he wouldn't have – but you're like, I would have recovered it? Stop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, like, the anger there, like, was just so unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just I, – I wasn't a fan of it at all. Um, to me, he's better than that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know him personally, but from what he showed me in the past, the last couple of years, I think he's better than that. Right. Um, as the first quarter, you're only down three. Right, right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, Shit. I agree. You know, I, I, I totally agree. And that's why I wanted to bring it up, too, because it's like it's not being talked about very much. And even in the game, like, they showed the replay of it, right? And then they're like, ooh. And they're like, kind of like almost like Romo and the announcement, they didn't know exactly how to take it either. Like, they didn't want to say what they really thought. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then they just never went back to it. Like, it's right. like, oh, like, that didn't happen. And I, I, you know, I, there is that double standard. I agree with you. I don't like to bring it up in that vein, but I can't help but think in my mind, if that was a different player, that would have been a totally different reaction. That player would have been undressed. They wouldn't have come out after halftime. Thank you. I mean, it would have been a totally different situation. Um, And, and so that's kind of, that's kind of tough to like, think about it from that. But like you said, if Andy Reid brushes under, I guess that's what it is. But at the same time, the media even if the a coach came out in defense of someone else, the media would not have let that go so quickly, so easily. So, yeah, I just think it's uh, – I don't know. Um, and, and also, like and, – and, and Pops brings this up. The sideline reporter didn't mention it. Like, when talking about it, like, that's another thing for sure. Like, you know how, like, those reporters, especially, like, they're coming off the field for the second half or, like, at the end of the game, they're like, so, but what happened there? It looked like you got a little fired up. Like, nobody <laughs> ever mentioned it. Like, nobody oh. ever mentioned it. Like – Come on now, you know any other time they would go to that immediately and be oh, like, yeah. hey, what happened there? You know, or yeah. they would have shown it like five, six, seven times. Oh, yeah. So, and, they didn't, and they didn't even allow it. 
They, yeah. I, I know for a fact they were like, "Don't bring it." Somebody up. was like, "Shut it down." Like exactly, exactly. They beamed down. It was like erase that clip. Like, oh yeah, I do want. I do want to go to something too, though, because like Pop, Pops is right. Pops is right here. I'll, Pops, I'll give you this. I, I do torch Dak a lot, especially. I have my reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I feel like I feel like he should be able to get there. All that, all those things, but like, yeah, Purdy did play scared. You can see it in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I. It's one of those things where it's like. We talk about it all the time, right? Like, like you said, like the, the championship pedigree, right? When you're there, there's no being scared. Like, you literally there. Big, yeah. There's no going home. Like, you when you the Super Bowl is so difficult to get to, let alone win. So when you're there, you give it your all. I would rather throw five interceptions. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I like was like, yo, I did everything, bro. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you know I went all Like I would I rather throw five interceptions, knowing I I did my damnedest. Then to kind of like, you know, like I said, like, you know, 250 passing yards, a touchdown, no interception. But like, it still looked like he was like, I just don't want to lose this game for us. That's all. Like, that's what he played like. I don't want to lose this game. Yeah. So Pops is right. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I think a lot of people are basically um, it's it's weird. I, I, I see what you're saying by let him off the hook. But I think it's slightly different because he got there. You know what I'm saying? Like. I feel so like he's still ahead of schedule a little bit, like based yeah. on where he's coming from. I, I, I see what Pops is saying though, because he's also not being talked about, right? Like Dak, Dak loses Dak. If Dak got to the NFC championship game and lost, they'd still be like, oh, he's just never gonna be able to do it. Like blah yeah. blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? There, there would be no positive from it. Um, so yeah, but Brock Purdy is definitely being let off the hook a little bit here. Um, but I think it's I think it's the got there in two years mentality. That's that's why I think there's the difference. Yeah, and and that's kind of how Unc like Unc's comment is like perfect timing there. You know, yeah. party will get better. It's only year two for him, so it's kind of like that's I think that's kind of the the general sentiment as well. But yeah. I, but I still think there were some times where the Chiefs got pressure at the right time and and they did affect him and 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 like. Oh, Which fact. we kind of talk about with every quarterback, though. It's like if you hit the quarterback early, if you get pressure on the quarterback, they play differently. Like it gets in their mind. So mm-hmm. they did a good job of that. But also, you know, yeah, it's like um, there were some opportunities there. And and poor job on, you know, Kyle Shanahan has been great all year, right? He's been great all year. Like, I'll, honestly, I'll say second to only Andy Reid, honestly. Um, but, dog, the first three drives out of uh, after halftime, not a single three and out, run. three and out, three and yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. and and not, not a single yeah. run, not a single run. Like they ran the ball very well all first half. So I I, I get it that you kind of know they're gonna try to stop CMC second half, but you can't stop running because when they started running again, they started moving the ball again. You right. know what I'm saying? So so that's three drives, three and out, no runs that you cut. You could have possibly maybe got some more field goals in. You know what I'm saying? So you just I don't know, man. Like you can't take away with what works, dog. Like. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm just not a maybe I'm just not an NFL coach, and I'll I'll get it. But like for me, I'm just like until until they can 100% stop me, I'm on it. Like I'm I'm gonna keep going. Run the ball over and over, yeah. Exactly. And they they and did. They were out. productive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I feel it because they were productive when they ran the ball, and they did seem to be able to move the ball in between the 20s. They they were like you said, kind of going on some good drives. But Kansas City's defense came through, you know, like yeah. with those big plays or, you know, with big those time. kind of drive-stopping plays. Big but, time. yeah, Kelly says she completely agrees um, with, you know, them going away from the run and that, you know, that yeah. they should have stuck with it. Yeah. Um, so. 
But yeah, I think, I think, yeah, them having that, that 10 0 lead, you know, it's like you can play things a little bit differently, but um, that's just not a big enough lead. It, you, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's not that's to just two. give away drive after drive, you know? No, man, like that's that's yeah. only two possessions, and one of them is only a field goal, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I don't know, like it's uh, again, you just can't play scared. Like, they they started the first, the first half like off really, really well, I think. And honestly, I think they should have um, they should have used Elijah Mitchell a little bit more. I yeah. think when he came in to relieve Christian McCaffrey, I think he was he had running some really, hard. He had juice. Exactly. Yeah. He had some really, really good drives too. You know what I'm saying? And he and he wasn't injured. Like he was healthy. So I think they really should have used him a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, back to the Travis Kelsey thing. Uh Pops, you know, I just wanted to get some of these pop up. Yeah. <laughs> Media would have killed him. And yeah. he had no reason to be mad, which I agree with. He That's what I'm the saying ball, too. but it's like yeah. it wasn't, you know. Um Hunks uh, said it's true, and then also Kelly agreed with that. So that was an interesting one. Um, Kelly said, I knew the Chiefs would come to the second half fired up. Niners needed yeah. to match that, yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of just kind of being like, okay, we can hold on and kind of, yeah. you know, keep going. Man, um, we said all the time, pedal to the floor, all game. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't you can't mess up. Um, all game. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Usher halftime show? It was cool. Um uh, you know, my favorite parts, obviously, like, I love Alicia Keys. Like, she's one of my, yeah. favorite, like, she's one of my favorite musical artists in general. Um, so, so, so talented, man. Like, she's so incredibly talented. Um, so, that was, that was one of my favorite ones. Um, even, like, you know, Lil John and, and Luda coming out, that was dope because we haven't seen Luda do anything really musically in a really long time. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, it's definitely in my top five, top five. Like, I got to think about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know what I mean? But, um, but it, it was dope. Um, he, he has so many hits, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, how do you pick from so many in essentially, right. was it 23 minutes time or something like that he has or whatever? But yeah, I think it was like uh, 18 minutes. Yeah, 18 or... minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, it, I think it was, I think it was a legit show. Um, you know, we know Jay-Z has a, has a hand in, in, in that part of the Super Bowl and things of that nature. So hopefully he continues going on to get some great performers. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was cool. I was, I was with it. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Pop says Usher was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty good, too. Like, I, I honestly, I don't know why I wasn't really excited for him. I was like, man, you know, you're going to, I don't know. Like, you know, because Usher definitely has the hits, but it's like, you know, I don't know. I wasn't like too much like, oh, I got to see this as much watch TV. But we checked it out and it was pretty dope. I think definitely the, um, you know, the guest appearances were my favorite part too. Right. Alicia Keys, super dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Having the all red and the red piano. That was so cool. That but, was dope. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think my only criticism too, like you were saying, like, how do you jam so much in? It's mm-hmm. almost like they jam too much in because some songs, yeah. it's like you got 15 seconds of it. And then it's <laughs> yeah. kind of switch where it's like, oh, like, you know, for me, I'm like, don't just tease me. Like, just give me more of different songs and just go ahead and pick and make the decision versus like, almost like you're a D- having a DJ, like cut it up, you know? Right. But, but he did his thing though. I mean, it, it definitely was a good performance. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, But pop says he was surprised he was in great shapes and made all the dance moves. Yeah. Um, well, he, he just, he just finished his residency. So he's actually been performing for the last like couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. True. So he, yeah, he has been doing his thing out there. So, um, some chat going on about Purdy. Pops is down on Purdy. I don't think Purdy will get better, and the 49ers will replace him. He's great timing, but doesn't have a big arm. Any decent quarterback could run their scheme. An elite quarterback would win a Super Bowl with that team. 
And I don't know about them replacing him. I think he still does have room to grow, but it did seem a little Jimmy G-ish. It's like, okay, like, who can you win with then, Shanahan? Like, you know, because- you know the funny thing about it is I <laughs> I disagree. I, I think he has plenty of room to grow. You know? I think so, year, too. Year two, NFC Championship, NFC Championship, and Super Bowl, like, I, I think he's okay. But I think a big part of it's going to be, like, like, when is Kyle Shanahan going to, like, go all out? You know what I mean? Like, as, as a coach, like, when are you going to be, like, okay, now, nah, we're, if we're going to lose this game, we're going to lose this game because we just got our asses beat. You know what I mean? But the last couple of times he's been there, he hasn't done that, in my opinion. So, you yeah, know, and gotten... Purdy got his first glimpse of the Super Bowl. It's not easy. It's not easy yeah. to get there. It's not easy to play in. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you got to get over those jitters before the game ends, not after it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I do want to beam in a third member of our of our team real quick. Yeah. Uh, I think we got him on location. Um, brother Marcus, what's good? What's up, people? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. It looks oh, bright man. where you're at. Huh? Yeah, it looks bright where you're at for some reason. Oh, yeah, I'm at this soccer practice, man. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, you look bright? Look like daytime. Um, <laughs> no, I look outside. Like, hold on, what? <laughs> um, Marcus, how are you feeling? We we're just talking about the Super Bowl. How? What were your thoughts on the Super Bowl, and also on uh, the Travis Kelsey and the Usher uh, performance, halftime performance? Well, y'all might laugh at this, but I didn't watch one down of the football, man. So, okay. Uh, my son, my son likes the peanuts, so he has some peanuts. Oh. So he's in the hospital the whole time. So with him, so he's good now, but. I can't talk about none of the Super Bowl right now, so I don't know what happened, what's going on. I did see the Kelsey bump Andy Reid thing on, on Instagram, but other than that, I didn't see anything else, so I'm Not listening you. to y'all on that part. Man. Well, I mean, Not I'm glad you. nephew's okay, though. I'm glad I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, he's good. It was, it was a little good. scary, man. Ambulance and everything, so but yeah. he, he, he did, so. Oh, man, that's so scary. Yeah, that's for scary. sure. Especially with those, like, allergies where you don't know until you know you know yeah. well, like, we knew like, we knew he had that but we didn't know he didn't know it was peanuts it's a peanut pretzels so he didn't know that was it so like his whole oh. lip was messed up his eye he couldn't really breathe so we went to oh, one man. hospital and they were like no nah, i gotta go to the hospital so he took the ambulance and you know i was passing real lights trying to get to the hospital to make sure he was yeah. good they yeah. took him, gave him a couple of steroids you, you know no pharmacies open well, sunday either so we had to kind of wait there all night so like I said, he's he's good now, though. Yeah, yeah. Good, we're we're definitely glad he's okay. For sure. And, and definitely, yeah, that you were able to to be with him because that's super scary. Yeah. That's super scary. Um, but but that's but, but was the game good though? Like, I, I, I haven't seen ESPN or anything. I wasn't paying attention. But was it a good game? It was a good game. The first half was a little bit slow. Um, the 49ers had some opportunities, but the Chiefs' defense played really good, and then. That Chiefs offense came through with the drives when they needed them. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen, I seen the score. I'm trying to figure out. They say it was a walk off touchdown, but how they went by three points? How did they? How did they? How it wasn't like uh, no, it's kind of weird to have three points on touchdown, right? Well, no, it's because they didn't. Um, they didn't kick the extra point, so like they were down oh, by three. Oh, okay, 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 okay. They just, gotcha, they just okay. scored the touchdown, and then that was it. So okay, that's that makes sense. Cool. I'm like, how did three points? Like, I was trying to figure it out, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back this weekend if I watch the game, but I have to have a team, So. Got you, got you. 
yeah, I mean, I think we kind of talked about it, and I think you you knew what to expect going in. So I don't want to say you didn't really miss much, but you didn't yeah. really miss much, I guess. You know. So. so um, I'm just, I'm just happy to find out the loss. Uh, sorry, Kaylin. I'm saying that, but I'm happy they didn't get that six ring. So I'm happy they lost three in a row. I'm loving it. So that makes everything better. So, but the Kansas City got slow on too. We got five. They can't pass us up. So, yeah, we got to slow them down a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. we can't have good luck with that though. But no, I still don't think I still don't think uh, Muhammad will get seven. I think he'll get five and he'll stop right there. So I'm gonna say that. Got you, got you. Okay. Well, three so far at a young age, but yeah, we'll see. Um, Kelly said she wished she watched the Nickelodeon version. Some of the highlights are hilarious. That's funny. I'll have to go back and check it out. But, um, yeah, apparently the Nickelodeon version was pretty good, cool I'm, too. I'm, I'm a little scarred by Nickelodeon. I don't know if we were the first game, but I remember that when it first came out, we played for Niners. And it was Nickelodeon and how they beat us. And they, all oh, the yeah. Doing. So I never wanted to watch Nickelodeon ever again. <laughs> right. For real, bad yeah. juju. I think it was, yeah. I think it was that playoff game, though. The yeah, first time man. we bashed him in the playoffs yeah, a couple man. years ago, yeah. So, so oh, man, yeah. I hated it ever since then. <laughs> For sure. Um, well, some little different Cowboy news. I don't know if you heard about this one, but we'll just we'll just switch from the Super Bowl a little bit and talk a little bit of NFL news. Um, Mike Zimmer being hired as a defensive coordinator. Marcus, how do you feel about that? I would say maybe five, eight years ago, I've been happy about it. I think now he's been out of the league. For a little while and then we oh no i think he'll be okay he's he's a ex-cowboy so i'm not mad at it but i'm not i'm not over like overdue about it you know so yeah yeah i feel you i i think he'll instill his toughness and i think he can still coach like a really solid defense and that might just be what we need a little bit right now because we have the pieces so i'm 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 cool about it but yeah they're I, like i think it'll be good i think it'll be good but i, I agree like not like too excited, but also like a solid hire for what it is. So yeah, um, yeah. I think he'll do. I think he'll do his thing. I don't, I don't know. I should give Air Harris a try. I think so. I don't know. So we'll that would be cool. I just hope, especially um, the players that asking for it. You know, the player was like, "Yeah, we'll take him," and you didn't do it. So I don't know how Air Harris how he gonna feel about that too if he returns. You know, so give me a shot. Yeah, I think he. I think he will though. Hopefully, we don't. Um, we don't lose him to Dan Quinn's staff. We'll see. Um, the other one, or, or Shrizzy, I didn't know if you had any thoughts on Zimmer. Um, but I, um, I like it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's, it's, it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, I Dan Quinn did really well with their defense, but they were also very inconsistent at times. Like, it was like when they were good, they were great. But when they weren't, they were bad. Right. <laughs> you know You know what I'm saying? Like, but – you know, like Marcus said, like it's been a little while, but man, when Zimmerman had that defense, like in, in Minnesota, you know what I mean? Like, when they had all those guys and they were like the number one defense in the league and they were just really good all year, you know what I mean? So like, if he can, if he can bring that type of, like you said, toughness and just consistency to the defense, I think you guys are, I think you guys are straight. Yeah. But, yeah no, the gentlemen we got when they 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 uh triple team and Michael Parsons, you gotta get it from somewhere else. Exactly. Never, that, that, that's what that. I think he will that's what I think he'll bring. I think yeah. when it comes down to like just taking Michael Parsons out and then the defense completely shuts down, I think he'll be like, nah, that ain't gonna happen. We're gonna Love do your plan. this instead, you know what I'm saying? So I'm with Pop, you know what I'm saying? He'll demand physicality and discipline, you know, the D the D uh will improve greatly. So I I I, I think he'll bring the consistency to the defense. Like those, they'll be great all year round. Yeah, and against the good teams, this is going to be important. Right, right, for sure. Um, 
another thing that we we um haven't really talked about, but some of the some of the awards, uh, Jackson getting NFL MVP, Stroud being the offensive MVP, Miles Garrett defense. Did you anything stand out to you guys with the um, NFL awards, or were you surprised by anything? I think they got they got all of them right. I think this song. I think I would say all of them got it right. I think uh, my guy from Cleveland Browns, he deserved that. They had a good defense, and he did his thing all year. He was healthy, so and Lamar Jackson, he got to get it. You know, he had to get that. You know, CMC was in there, Freddie was in there. But Lamar Jackson, man, after what year he had, he trying to get a contract and all that kind of stuff, he came out and did that. You gotta yeah. give it to him on that. So I, yeah. I think he got it right. I agree with you. I, I love I love that CMC got offensive player of the year because at this point MVP has really become a quarterback award. Like they really just gotta yeah. rename it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So to see that that CMC still was rewarded for the season that he had, I think that was fire. Um I know this is gonna sound real, real bad. I understand why he got it. I guess I do disagree with Demar Hamlin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I understand, I understand. Like you know, the comeback player or what? Yeah, comeback player. He didn't, like, he didn't get it. It was uh, Joe Flacco. Oh, oh, he did it. Okay. Oh, my bad. I, thought, I, thought it. I thought I thought he ended up getting it. So never mind. That I'm good then. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I think. So wait, so wait. So you don't think he should have? He, he should have got that. I don't. Because he didn't never, play. Is that why playing time was? Never comeback player. The story is phenomenal. The story is phenomenal. I, I I get that, but he just didn't play this year. He did, you know what oh, I'm saying? Okay, like, gotcha. okay, like like okay. comeback player of the year is usually like you got hurt last year. You were able to come back and you know at least have a season. Like he just didn't have a season. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so I I, I would have been like Joe Flacco or, or even um uh um our boy and uh, in, in, in the Buccaneers. Uh, oh, yeah, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, yeah. Like, I think even he had a really, really solid season this year. Uh, but I just, you know, devil's advocate a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of feel like the award, you know, I, I know a lot of people were trying to give it to him just because of the circumstances of what happened, not necessarily the year. What he did this year. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Um but yeah, definitely that's cool. Um, I think the other thing is kind of interesting is the 2025 Hall of, uh, Hall of Fame like potential ballot yeah. uh, people. So are y'all ready to feel old on this? Eli Manning, <laughs> Luke Keekley, Marshawn Lynch, Clay Matthews, Adam Vinatieri, just some of the notable players that will be up for the Hall of Fame next year. And that just seems crazy to me. I'm like, didn't these guys just stop playing? I don't think the Hall of Fame is good this, to me no more, man. I, I think some of the players who made it this year. Dude, me I too. I don't know, man. I, I'm not hating on them, but some of those guys, like, even though this look right here, Clay Matthews, a Hall of Famer? Come on, man. Like, no. Like, Vinatieri, yes. Marshawn, yes. Luke Kigley, he did good, but Hall of Fame, though? You got to play longer than that to me. You know, Eli, mm -hmm. yeah, Eli got to get in there. He got two Super Bowls. But yeah, yeah but some like, I don't know. Some of these guys they've got in, man. I don't, I don't know that like, this year. I don't know about it. So it's just me. I, I feel you. I, I think that just the longevity of the Hall of Fame, right, and the fact that so many people get in every year, it does change things. Like it does, um, you know, a lot of people get in. And it's like I don't like baseballs where there's years that nobody gets in. <laughs> right. But also maybe there's years where only a couple people get in, you know, on the NFL side. I don't know. But – um. But yeah, I I feel what you're saying, Marcus, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to call him by y'all, but it's, it was two players that made it this year. I'm like, ah. <laughs> and Andre Johnson wasn't one of them, so just put it like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. 
Hug says Marshawn for president. Marshawn Lynch is dope. I don't know if he's Hall of Fame dope, but he's really cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. Oh, I think I think I think if he went in the second Super Bowl, he, he definitely it wasn't his fault that he win though. So no, I, I say you got to give him for that. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel it. I mean, it would have been a whole different story of his career if he would have given him the ball on the one there. Yeah, so he so, definitely and Tom there, Brady's but, uh, too. And Tom Brady's too. He wouldn't have had that many either. He at least got one left. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right, but that's what's up. Uh, We got a lot more NFL to talk in the future. We'll probably rank the coaching hires, and then we'll get ready for the draft pretty soon. But um, next up we have NBA talk. And just wanted to talk about a couple of the different moves that were made. I like Buddy Hill to Philadelphia. I think that that was super dope um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, he's definitely a scorer, like, and he can shoot the ball. But he also can do a little bit more than that. I think we're going to get to see that there in Philly. Uh, also, Kyle Lowry going to Philly. I want to hear how Pops feels about that. Um, <laughs> but um, Spencer Dinwiddie to the Lakers, what is y'all opinion on that one specifically? I'd like to know. For the, for the cheapness, that was a great move. You didn't, you didn't really do anything for him. So you got another scorer, somebody handle the ball. So I think he'll be okay. It depends how much he plays, though. So. Yeah, I they didn't lose nothing for him. You know, saying basically it's a pickup. You know, you know what I mean? Like, but like I, for me, though, so always comes down to a couple of things. Like, number one, like rotation, right? I feel like they're struggling with rotations right now. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, feels so like where does he fit? Where does his playing time come from? And I feel like if he when he doesn't get legitimate playing time, he hasn't really been too uh, productive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like. I mean, he's not going to get more playing minutes than Austin Reeves. He's not going to get more playing minutes than, than Duo. You know what I'm saying? So I like the move. He's a, he's a good player. But I'm kind of curious. I'm like, how, how is he going to fit in? Like, where, where are they going to fit in and where are they going to put him at? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, too. I'm like, I don't know if it's really going to move the needle too much. Um, or if it's just like they needed to do something because they didn't make a move at the deadline. <laughs> right. right. Like, let's bring this guy and try to make a big deal of it. But yeah. we'll see how he plays. But I'm, I think it's a, not a bad pickup. I, I hope it can be good. Um, For sure. is Young to the Sixers. I mean, sorry, to the Suns. Um, does that do anything for y'all? I like the size. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was talking about is Young going to the Suns like two, three years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, but so I feel like now it's a little too late, but never hurts to have more size. You know what I'm saying? Is this that is young 16th year? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Three, three, four years ago, I, I actually wanted him for the Suns about three, four years ago. I don't, I don't know what it does for him right now. And they, unless they don't do it for like a vet, like a vet presence in the locker room or something like that, then yeah. But I think so. I think it's a little bit more of that because like their bench is just so young. So yeah. Um, yeah. we'll see. I don't know the impact he'll make on the court too much, but we'll find out. We'll see. Um, another quick story for today: Chat getting his number retired. You think that's a big thing for the Magic? This is the first that's, ever player. That's oh, that's their first ever. The first ever player that they're going to be retiring their number. Oh, I didn't know he was the first. Well, yeah, I guess he is the first ever, but, yeah, I think it's huge. I think he came out and said it. He said this is bigger than when he did LSU and Lakers. Like, this is huge for him to get this. You know, that's the first team he played with. He made his name for himself. So, I think it's I think it's humongous. I think it's really good. So, uh, I think they're very excited about it, though. I think it's a big deal. I, I kind of agree too because that was definitely like a period of time that was like big for him and like him becoming who he was. He was already a bona fide star when he came to the Lakers, even though that obviously propelled him because that's when they started winning. 
championships. But I mean, I think it is pretty cool. And for the Magic, you know, they have a young history. They need to start embracing that history, though. You know, especially like with bringing the jerseys back and things like that. So I like it. You gotta do. Um, you gotta do Penny next, though. You gotta do Penny next. I'm sorry. You gotta yeah, get Penny have too. Yeah, That'll be cool. Oh, Strizzy, you like it or? No, I think it's dope. I, I like it, man. I, you know, I feel like, you know, Shaq really kind of put them on the map for a, for a really, really long time for as long as he was there. You know what I mean? Like, they really don't have that success without him, you know? So uh, I think they owe a lot to him and getting their franchise uh, kind of started. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's, I think it's a great move. Yeah, I like it too. I like it too. So that's going to happen tonight after the game. Probably right. Like they're, they started the game started already. So yeah. Yeah. So it's probably going to be happening all right around now. Um, the other one I wanted to mention was Wimby uh, last night, 27 points, 14 boards, 10 blocks and five assists getting the rare triple double with blocks included. I, that hasn't happened in the NBA in the last three years. So obviously the Spurs are down bad. Like they're having their worst season. They're the worst record in the West, but <laughs> They have a lot to look forward to with uh, with Wimby for sure. And, like, I just definitely wanted to highlight that. going to be really cool to see him continue to grow and have nights like this. Um, but I'm hoping that he can do it for, like, a team that's winning, you know. So yeah. we'll see. I know Pop will get it together eventually. But um, but it, it is pretty cool to see nights like this. It's very rare to see. Definitely. Um, and he will be playing – well, he will, won't be in the All-Star game, but he's going to be participating in the Rising Stars Challenge and also in the skills competition. So that should be pretty cool uh, to see him running around and doing his little, like, standing dunks and stuff like that in the skills competition. <laughs> um, but that is going down this weekend in Indianapolis. And I was just curious for y'all, are y'all interested in, like, has All-Star weekend lost its steam? Or, like, are you guys interested? Will you guys be watching this weekend? Uh, probably like the, I don't know, man. Probably like certain uh, skill challenges like that. The yeah. game itself is like I don't know. I'll be I'll be in and out. You know what I'm saying? Like, on you know what's funny, man. The most the most entertaining part of the All Star Weekend for me is like the celebrity game. Just, yeah. Just out of just out of pure just you know what I'm saying just actual entertainment. Fun. Just pure yeah. entertainment. You know what I mean? Like, so well, we will see. I'll definitely probably watch the, the game or at least you know some of it. Um, but yeah, it just it doesn't it, just, it hasn't had the same appeal for me like in a while, honestly. I mean, I remember when I first got my apartment, man. I had all the homies over, like all Star Weekend coming over. Man. Yeah, I right. Been there in a long time, I don't even care about it no more. But I, I just remember that like like ten years ago, you know. I, I remember getting my apartment, we had all my boys over watching the game and everything. But I would never do that. No, I don't know because we maybe because we getting older. I got to ask some younger guys; they like it, but I don't know. I'm not too fond of it no more. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I feel you. I'm the same way. It's kind of like it used to be such a big thing. I'm like, oh, man, it's all-star weekend. Can't miss it, you know, and um, Nike be coming out with their different shoes, like, you know, and all these different things, uh, special things for the all-star weekend. And, uh, you know, the jerseys, they would have a different jersey design every year. Um, but it is just kind of like, I don't know, man, it's just kind of not the same. So as sad as that is to admit, it times change, you know what I'm saying? But I was just curious if, if y'all were feeling that same way. But uh, not to detract from that, you know what I'm saying? Not to, to to deter anyone else if they're interested. It will be popping off this weekend, and we'll definitely check out some of the highlights. So, um, for sure. Um, let me see. What else here? Oh, <laughs> Pop says Lowry is a scrub at this point. It makes me sad he'll be on the team. He is a vet that knows how to play, but a scrub. Can't stand him or Embiid. Unk asks, who is worse, Embiid or Simmons? <laughs> 
And Pop says, I would take a healthy Simmons any day. He hustles, plays defense, sets up the offense. And we know how he feels about him being. So. <laughs> uh, that's going to be forever the debate, though, you know, saying what that team could have been. But um, also, Mom's sending out love um, to Maven as well. But, yeah, that's so Thanks, scary. Thanks, Yeah. Glad everything's good with that. All right, just a couple more things to touch on. Um, they, the Jackie Robinson statue that was stolen. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this star- story, but the statue yeah. was stolen a few weeks ago. An arrest has been made, but basically it was cut off at the ankles and taken away. And uh, they had surveillance surveillance footage. They knew that at least three people were involved there and that other people were involved where it was taken to. And there was at first some some like rumblings that it was like a hate motivated crime. Now they're saying it's potentially that they are just trying to like melt down and sell the scrap metal for money, like to sell the bronze and the copper. I I don't know, but they did find the remnants of the statue burned in a dumpster. And that's like, so obviously whatever they thought they were going to do with it didn't work out, but um, sad situation. Um, but uh, they have been have have made some arrests as of today, and uh, they will be redoing the statue in the exact same way. The statue was actually sculpted by a good friend of Jackie Robinson's, and um, but has since passed away. So they don't want to get somebody new to do it. They're just going to basically do a replica. So, um, so that that is being uh, taken care of. But just thought that was kind of an interesting story that that happened. It's just kind of sad that things like that happen. Um, but maybe now that some arrests have been made, we'll find out. Even where, where it's located at, for them to have time to even do that, that's not – that's Jackie Robinson. You guys shouldn't have that much time to even do something like that. So where is it at where they got time to do something like that? Exactly. I know. So it's like in a park. But right. I don't know. I, I, that's one – I was kind of curious about that too. I'm like, you know that took time. Like even if it's in the middle of the night, like they just go out there and do that? Like I don't know. Bro, you know how loud it is to cut through steel, dog? Like, so the only way I can think that, because, like, that looks, it looks cut, but I feel like the only way they could have did that is if they if they used a torch to melt it and just let so it like, fall. So, yeah. Because I'm like, who, like, I'm a Marcus, who wouldn't have heard that? <laughs> Ain't nobody very, heard that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's, it's very crazy story. Like, so, but I'm the cops. They hear an argument outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, it's actually should be at the Yankee Stadium somewhere. Like, why is it? Why isn't it a park? Like, right. I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah, that's real. I mean, but he's got multiple statues, I'm sure, all around. But yeah, that that is interesting to see too what they might do uh, for this one. Um, but yeah, and speaking of statues too, um, next week. We'll have it. We'll have to have a chance to talk about the Kobe statue unveiling too. But we'll we'll save that for next week for sure. Um, all right, a couple other stories. Well, I did want to talk about this one. So waste management open this weekend. Marcus, did you end up making it out there or no? Sorry to put you on spot, but no, I made it, man. But this this year was the craziest year I've seen in my life. It was. It was ridiculous. Like, like, it took me a whole hour to get from. If you know, you got to park somewhere far. It normally takes like maybe like twenty minutes to get there on the shuttle. It took a whole hour for me to get to, to the to the place because they drop you off on the side of the street. Now, at first you, you go into a parking lot, like a parking area, and you get off the bus. But this year they put you on the side of the road, and you got to walk all the way to the actual event. And it was like weird how they how it was, but it was overcrowded, man. I I, I, I like to walk with the, the car person the whole time. 
I couldn't yeah. even do it because whole 15, 16, 17, 18, it's like it's all, all stadium, and there's no way it was wet. There's no way you can even get around. People was falling and all that. So I didn't even have a, a good spin like I went to this, this year. People were drunk. I got into it with a guy. I touched me. I, I almost got a fight at the thing. So the people were drunk mm. there, man. It was it was really bad, man. So it wasn't a good experience. I'm happy I didn't bring my kids because it, it would have been a bad experience. I, I think next year they're gonna probably do something different with the drinking part because it was it was kind of embarrassing right. out there, man. It wasn't organized this year. So I don't know whoever was over it, maybe retire or don't do it this year. But it was very unorganized how it was this year. A lot, a lot of golfers got into it with play, uh, people. It was just a, to me, it was just a, a kind of a bit, kind of embarrassing because this is like the biggest uh, golf tournament, like like with people wise, in the, in the whole thing. And it was kind of embarrassing this year. They didn't have control of the people, so it wasn't a good experience, man. So I, I don't know. Hopefully next year it'd be a little better. I'm see how, how it goes. I had a ticket to go for Friday and Sunday, but I didn't even go because I didn't want to be a part of how it, how it was. So hopefully yeah. it gets better, but it it wasn't a good a good look this year. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. So uh, Saturday was the first time ever that they actually closed the gates. So it was already a sellout for Friday and Saturday, but Saturday they actually ended up closing the gates because of the overcrowding and how many people did come. And as you mentioned too, Marcus, like the walkways because of the rain on Wednesday and Thursday, the walkways that normally people can bypass by going through the grass, it was too muddy to go through. So everyone had to use the same walkways and become super congested, which you can see kind of in this picture, like just became a mass of humanity. And they also suspended alcohol sales halfway through Saturday because people were doing too much. Uh, people were becoming unruly. And so that was like their best reaction to be able to try to stop it was to cut off the alcohol sales. Um, but as mom says, yeah, a lot of arrests were made and ejections from the crowd. A lot of golfers uh, were commenting that, you know, they had bad interactions with the fans and that they were kind of reminding the Thunderbirds and waste management that like they can choose whether or not to come to this tournament. For and sure. so, you know, that they need to create a better environment. But like you said, Marcus, I think that our, the tournament here, waste management open one, the term of the year, like five times out of the last seven years or something like that. So it's usually like a big thing and it has gotten bigger and bigger through the years, but it has become more focused on the party and the drinking. And I think this year it did get a little bit out of control. So they vowed to kind of change things up and to clean up their act a little bit and get back to, you know, being one of those better golf tournaments that people will look forward to, but be also being able to enjoy. Um, but yeah, I can't lie. Got to do something different, man. So. Yeah. Yeah. I can't lie. Like I felt that. And even though like you going like, you know, years ago, right. When it hasn't gotten as big as it has, like, or it hasn't been like sellouts. Like I've still kind of felt like a little bit like, Oh man, this is a lot of crowd. You know what I'm saying? People are kind of crazy. I'm so glad that you didn't have to bust somebody down. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, for that I had a, yeah, I had a guy because I had an other guy. I'm like, I'm so happy you didn't. I know you could have got him. I'm like, I thought about. I'm like, I'm about to. I was about to because he like kind of pushed me a little bit. I'm like, uh, uh. And I was about to go get him, and someone said, No, I'll do that. And the guy was like, I'm so happy you didn't get him. I know you could have got him <laughs> like that. So, but it was just, uh, it was just kind of, it was, it was a mess out there, man. So, like, like I said, I hope it don't get to the point where some golfers don't go because this year. It has some, like, I would say maybe 10 top golfers there. A lot of golfers didn't come this year. So hopefully they get to the point where it, people don't want to don't want to come. You know what I'm saying? So right. I think they might get one more year and see how, how they get it yeah, together. But this year was very embarrassing. It wasn't, it wasn't a good look this year. So Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for it's sad because, you know, I like to think that it's one of the better tournaments. And, you know, we have our hometown pride, but we also want to don't want to be represented like that. You know, like that's. You know, people falling off the stands and and just being just drunk and crazy like that's that's too much. But 
Um, but I can't say that it's not partly their fault because they are happy to, you know, play it up as the biggest party in golf and they're happy to play it up and, and, and make all those drinking stands available every 10 feet. So they can't totally deny their part of how this turned out because it's been building and building through the last couple of years. So uh, hopefully they'll clean up their act a little bit and we'll, we'll get back to having a really nice golf tournament, but yeah. Um, all right, cool. I think, um, I think that's pretty much it. I don't know. Let me just double check these slides real quick. Um, well, uh, Tiger's going to be at the Genesis uh, Invitational next week. He's going to be playing. He's going to be wearing his Sunday red, his new uh, his new apparel. So that'll be pretty cool. I'm still not totally jazzed with the logo, but did you now, see the it? Logo, of- the, yeah, the logo don't hit. It's not a commercial. I think today or yesterday, I think commercial. The way he, he kind of did on one of the shirts, it looked kind of sick, though, how it was. And it mm-hmm. kind of like it kind of lit up a little bit too when it was doing it. So maybe because of the little effects of it, it looked good, but it didn't look too too bad. So we'll see how it goes. That's you know, cool. we don't see a rocket because it's Tiger. So you know. yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm gonna still check it out. the The clothing line does officially launch in May, but we'll get to see him kind of rock some stuff leading up to that. And even though it is by um, Taylor made it is like going to be completely separate company. Basically, they're just going to help him on the back end, but it is going to be his own company, which I like that a little bit better. Um, I don't like the thought of him leaving Nike for a competitor. You know, I'd rather think he's just making his own thing. So that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> um, Anthony Wesson joining late. That's all good. Anthony, we broke down the Super Bowl earlier, but if you want to give us your quick take on it, we would love to have the Chiefs fan perspective on the game. Uh, so definitely let us know how you were feeling. And um, other than that, though, I think that's I think that's pretty much <laughs> it. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and bring us into this full screen. And um, and again, lots more to look forward to next week. We'll be breaking down the all star game a little bit. What we do watch of it. Um, Chris, you'll have the um, celebrity game breakdown for us for sure. Okay. <laughs> so sure. Um, but um, I think four times. That's all he has to say. There it is. A man of very little words. Great game at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Um, oh, the pick 'em. Oh, yeah. So we did do uh the, the Super Bowl squares. So uh Grace actually won the first quarter, and then our boy Steven Springfield won second and third quarter because the game was the same ending score, at least it was 10-3 and 10-3 again, or 13-10. And then um and then um, actually Grandma Max Square hit for the final score, which was really super dope. She's always been super lucky. So that was really cool that that her square hit for the final for the final number. Oh, and so um, and then also um, we had a few people pick the game right. But Sharon ended up winning that final game by the tiebreaker. She actually picked the score to be 24 to 21 and it ended up 25 to 22. So she was very close to that final score and won on the tiebreaker. So. Um, so shout out to Sharon on that one. And um, I'm excited already to start picking again next year. It was going to be bigger and better than ever. Um, but um, but for now, it's sad, I think that man. was football over with, man. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's like, man, we're going to have to shift that focus to basketball a little bit. And then it's going to be the real dog days of summer when that's over. Yeah, but. <laughs> that's all. That's going to be real bad. Football yeah. is so long. It's like February to like, you know what I'm saying? September, essentially. You know what I mean? It's a long off season. Yeah. yeah so, man, it's long. Yeah. So, 
We'll have lots to keep us entertained, though, and lots of off-season drama and stuff like that to talk through. So we'll be all right, and we'll have have a, you know, we say we'll have each other to get through it. So that's what's up. Um, Anthony's saying he's gonna be watching the USFL. I know him and Pops will be watching that for sure. I might check out a little bit, but um, it's definitely not the same though. It doesn't hit the same. So yeah, Anthony West says we stopped San Francisco from getting six rings. <laughs> And I like that part of it for sure. You know what I'm saying? That that part's good. And Kelly says, Grandma Mac winning was the only reason to let the game end that way. <laughs> I feel you. But, yeah, so it ended perfect on a perfect note for us. So, um, But that's what's up. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode 234. But until then, it's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Strizzy. Taco Tuesday. Go get your tacos. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.